We're talking cricket on the program now and the exit stage left of Michael Papp's long-time player uh, for the Black Caps, Wellington, Canterbury, uh, a stalwart of the domestic scene and a run machine, I might add, as well. Michael joins us now. You've given it away, Michael. Uh, why? And welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Good to be here. Um, I'm not sure how to answer that, mate, to be honest. <laughs> it's just time, mate, I think. I've, um, I've had an absolutely uh, fantastic run and it, you know, just, yeah, I think, as they always say, you, you know when it's time to go, and I've just had that feeling. I've sort of um, always sort of had it in my mind that this would probably be my last year, and just having these last couple of weeks to uh, to reflect on it, it's sort of um, it's been made pretty clear that, uh, in my mind, that, uh, you know, it's time to, to hang up the hang up the pads, I guess, and, and move on to something else. So you haven't been elbowed or nudged by Wellington saying, do it yourself, because you're, you're for the high jump? <laughs> Not at all, mate. No, no. I've had a um, had a great run, and um, you know, like I, I feel as though I'm still performing at a really high level, and um, you know, had a, had a really great year on the Plunkett Shield. So, um, yeah, it was certainly nothing like that. It was just just a matter of my own personal my own personal feelings on it. And like I said, it was sort of always sort of thought this would be my last season, and. Um, yeah, just having reflected on on things the last couple of weeks has just uh, cemented that feeling. So, twenty seasons of first class cricket is that a typo or is it right? Twenty seasons. Yeah, I think that's right, mate. Yeah, it started uh, mate. started back in the nineties. It's uh, sounds a bit weird saying that, I guess now, but uh, yeah, so I made my debut in ninety nine. So, yeah, it's it's sounds like a long time, but I can assure you, it's gone really quickly. And uh, sort of um, you sort of one day you're twenty five, thinking the world's you know, you can do this forever, and then all of a sudden you're 38, and it, it's time to go. So it's you know one of those things, but um, it's been an incredible honour and a privilege to be able to play for so long and, and perform for some uh, you know some great cricketing provinces and, and Canterbury and Wellington, and then obviously the Black Caps as well. But um, yeah, time for it to come to an end. Any regrets, Michael? Perhaps anything keeps you up at night? <laughs> no regrets, mate. No regrets, not at all. Obviously, a few frustrations over the years and ups and downs, and, and, and that's the way things go in sport, particularly in uh, professional sport, but uh, certainly no regrets. I know I've, I've given it everything, I, everything I've had and, um, you know, made some moves. Moving from Canterbury to Wellington was, you know, just something to try and, um, you know, a new challenge and, and a fresh perspective and, and, and a chance to maybe push myself back into the black caps. And I think, I think if I hadn't made that move, I'd probably have the regret thinking what if, but, you know, I decided to take the take the plunge and made the move and, you know, it's been it's been great for me both on and off the field, and certainly, um, yeah, certainly no no regrets looking back. I've I've given given myself every chance to perform, and and feel as though I've, you know I've, I've done a pretty decent job of it. Yeah, I'm only just forgiving you for leaving Canterbury by the by, which is fresh coming from me because I walked out of the yeah. place about twenty years ago myself. So, <laughs> fair enough. It's not easy to leave Canterbury, as you well know. It's not, but I go back and watch cricket all the time because it's got Hagley Oval and that place rules. Hey, internationally, you, you had an, an interesting international career. Was it uh, eight tests up there? Uh, talk us mm. through about what you left on the park and, and, and how it operated for you because we know you, you're going to be remembered, like it or not, for that uh, unfortunate incident uh, with Brett Lee. That's the way it goes. Uh, but that, that could have, I mean, did that end up being, maybe not internationally, but for your career after that at a domestic level, end up being, being quite good for you as a player or not? Am I reading too much into that? Um, no, that's probably a fair shout in some ways. I think certainly when you when you get exposed to that sort of um, that level of of cricket, that you know you sort of that's the yardstick, and you know where you've got to get to, to to really perform. And I think you know just being able to play at that level certainly taught me a lot, and um, you know, mate, you know, 
made me realise that you can't just rest on your laurels and you expect to get through on sort of natural talent or, or you know, the talent that you sort of had from a kid, you know, from a young age. So it certainly probably made me work a bit harder and, and adapt my game and, and improve my game. And I certainly think it probably turned into a positive in the long run and certainly made me a, a, much, a much better player of fast bowling um, and, and all types of bowling, really. And, you know, they're the sort of lessons you learn, I guess, at the top level, for sure. Is there, is there an innings that is a, is a standout? Oh, that's going to be very difficult. Uh, 20 seasons of first-class cricket to even identify or tell me how many innings you've played is probably beyond us all. But is, is there a, a period or a game or a match or an innings that you would think would encapsulate what cricket meant to you and what you meant for cricket? Um, yeah, it is a tough one, I think. There's obviously individual innings and, and things like that that spring to mind and, you know, I've Probably one of the greatest things I've done is, is this last season I managed to score a triple century and just and really nail that, I guess, that sort of signature innings, that, that one big knock that you can sort of, I guess, look look back on and say, you know, that was the day that I really put that innings together. But I think um, around about 2007 for Canterbury, I had a run of games, sort of second half of the Plunkett Shield, where I managed to to reel off basically a 1,000 runs in the space of, I think it was 10 innings. Um but yeah, it was just, I guess it's one of those purple patches that, you know, all sports people go through at some point. And I just, I think that was probably, probably, um, yeah, the best run that I've ever had, obviously. And, and something that I probably, I'd like to think sort of showed what I was about in terms of getting myself, working hard, getting to into good form and then just maintaining that for a long period of time. I sort of prided myself on being able to do that throughout my career. But that was probably the one time where it just really was probably, you know, as good as I can play for, you know, an extended period of time. Retiring, Michael Paps joins the program. What about your time with the armband, captaining the Firebirds? How important was that to you, and what kind of contribution do you think you made through that role? Um, I like, you know, you always like to think you you make these contributions. I think it was important at that point in time. I'd I'd worked alongside James Franklin when he was the captain, um, and we'd had a good rapport and we'd sort of got things going in the direction we wanted uh, as a group, and and we were starting to perform really well, winning. Um, you know, the one-day comp and a couple of T20s. So it was just, um, when he left to go to play in the UK, I just I felt like it was important that, you know, I tried to continue that work on and, and tried my best to, to sort of, you know, bring on that sort of, um, that way, that style of play that we really we really wanted to get to. And, and I think, you know, I think we're still, we're still working on that, but certainly over the last three or four years, um, we've, yeah, we've managed to, to, to really play a style of cricket that, is um, conducive to winning matches and, and you know obviously this year we just fell short which is frustrating but um, you know the guys are certainly getting there and I think you know I'd like to think I've sort of played my part in that for sure. What now though? What do you do after cricket dominating your life for the best part of 20 years and then some how do you move on? Are you sticking around with cricket doing something else? Are you getting into admin? Cricket commentary? I, I think there's some jobs going in Australia for test cricket. <laughs> yeah I might look into that. Um, look there's nothing concrete at this stage it's sort of probably a bit of a time for reflection and and things like that, just just have a little bit of a break and, and get, you know, like you say, it's been it's been a passion of mine for, you know, for, you know, probably 30 years since I was a kid, you know, growing up wanting to play cricket and, and things like that. So for it not to be there anymore, uh, it's probably going to be, you know, it's going to be an adjustment period. But um, there's certainly some things that I'm interested in getting into. And, and, you know, like I say, nothing concrete yet, but I'm sure something will come along that I'll get my teeth into and I'm looking forward to that. And ideally, Michael, when I look back uh, in time and remember Michael Paps, the cricketer, how would you like to be remembered as a cricketer? <laughs> I'm glad you put that in there. Um, <laughs> um, look, well, you're I not dead. 
I just like to think that, you know, people respected the way I went about the game, the way I prepared myself and the way that I went out and competed every day. And, uh, you know, I guess that's the main thing. And just, you know, it was always, you know, giving my best for the team and, and trying to trying to do my job to, to help the team win games. And I think that's all any sportsman can probably hope for. And, and that's certainly all, all I would hope for and, and, and what people would think of me, for sure. And they'll remember you as Wellington's first ever triple century maker and the first man to score 10,000 runs in the Plunkett Shield. You leave quite the legacy, Michael Paps. Thank you very much uh, for your time and look forward to seeing what you do next. I can see you in the comm booth, mate, maybe with the cream or the beige or the ivory or the bone. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, mate. Thank you.